Welcome back, friends, to Flourishing in Faith. If you're on your daily walk, your drive to work or school, or simply just making dinner, I pray these conversations bring glory to God and ultimately draw you closer to Him. And I'd agree that the relationship with God will flourish and faithful fruit will be the evidence of that. Welcome back to Podcastmas. Okay. If you don't know, if you don't know, I'm doing Podcastmas. If you're wondering what in the world is a Podcastmas, well, it is something that I made up that I'm just making it a thing now. Is that every day in the month of December, I am releasing a podcast episode and every day this month I'm going to be talking about a chapter of the Bible and we're going through the book of Luke okay we're in the book of Luke and we're in Luke 2 currently before we get into that I just wanted to kind of share with you how life has been it is currently December 1st so crazy so excited it's literally December 1st um just things that have been God has been good with. God has been good. Um, there's so many wonderful things that are happening um, that I didn't even realize. So, you know, every year I try to do or I aspire to do Vlogmas. And I feel like I never, ever, ever have the full motivation to do because I feel like my life is boring. And... <laughs> comment down below if you get that too but I feel like my life is boring sometimes and I could talk on and on and on about God but then talking about like myself and really just like taking you guys through my day is sometimes really boring because I go to school and I'm working and I'm you know sitting around and I'm just hanging out with my dog so I don't know it's something that I don't really I wouldn't even find it entertaining for me to even want to watch sometimes. So I feel like I'm going to do a couple vlogs in December about like different things I'm doing, very Christmassy stuff. But mostly I'm going to be doing this podcastmas because it's just so much fun. And I feel like a podcast is so much more on brand for me than a vlogmas because podcasting is something that is fun and it's something that I feel like I personally enjoy listening to and I would never want to put out something that I wouldn't enjoy listening to or wouldn't have other people enjoy it so we are currently in Luke 2 after we're done with that spiel that I had we're currently in Luke 2 and if you haven't listened to the first podcast miss go back and listen to it. it's only one one before this and go back and listen to that because it's really great so actually i have this bible pillow if you've got people keep on asking me where it's from it's actually from feet feet f-e-t-e dot us and i will put there i'll put the link of it in my description but literally this i got this last christmas from them as a gift and it literally says the christmas story so when we get to that part of Actually, I might as well just say it, because we're in Luke 2, and this is Luke 2, verse 21. So let us read from our Bible pillow, if you were on video, we're reading from our Bible, from our Bible pillow. So, here we go. It says, And there were shepherds living out in the field nearby, keeping walk, watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. 
I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to, all, to those whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise a child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. So that's just a little bit of Luke 2 out of my little Bible. But I did some deep diving, some little searching, and I wrote some things on my iPad because it, um, I've heard this story. Someone caps. We all heard the story of baby Jesus. Like, <laughs> we grew up, if you, especially if you grew up in church, you have seen Christmas plays about it. You have seen sermons upon sermons about it your whole entire life. I mean, I have. And so, I was just praying. I was like, God, bring me something new out of this. Something that I have never seen before. So, I was researching. I was, you know, reading and rereading it. And I actually did find some really cool stuff that I thought I would share with you guys. So, the first thing that I got out of it, and there's a lot of things that we can get out of it, but the first point that I got was in verse 8 through 20, it talks about how the angel brought good tidings. And actually, in that good tidings is translated how the angel literally preached the gospel to the shepherds. I was like, wait, hold up, hold up, wait a minute, that's crazy, I never knew that before, that apparently, good tidings basically means that the angels shared the gospel with the shepherds, so basically the angel explained the gospel to the the shepherds, and no wonder they were all like, let's go meet this man, that's going to be our savior, because I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure these shepherds, they weren't necessarily Jewish. I'm not quite sure about that, but I know that they weren't of the highest rank. And so hearing that and hearing the gospel and hearing that there was to be a savior that was going to save them, that kind of like, that, that kind of leaps inside of them. And it made them be like, whoa. And the specific, the specific like thing that says, okay, this baby's going to be in a manger, which obviously some people know, some people don't. It basically meant a feeding trough and that's pretty unusual so they're like okay so an angel a multitude of angels are coming to me telling me that there's this baby it's gonna be in a manger feeding trough that's kind of unusual and also this gospel thing I've never heard before this is the coolest thing ever we gotta figure out what this is we gotta go and see this savior and see if this is all true and I thought that was really cool okay so and this all happens. And they go and they have an urgency to see the Savior. And 
I just thought that was so interesting. Like, their urgency. Like, let's go right now. <laughs> like, let's go. And it was, I'm trying to find that verse. Yep. And then they came with haste, it says in the Bible. And then when they seen him, when they saw him, they just, they knew, they knew obviously, it, he was actually in a feeding trough. And they were like, well, dang, look at that. This is amazing. And then they made widely known which they have heard and all people were marveled by it and they just glorified and praised god for what they had seen and what they had um witnessed and i feel like just that kind of childlike first time seeing god or experiencing the gospel um is something that i feel like i don't know i experienced that and i have experienced that but at the same time, I feel like because I've heard the gospel my whole life, um, I feel like it was the first time I heard it and really grasped it for myself. It wasn't as like, oh my gosh, this is something. It wasn't like a big, big thing for me because I was like, oh yeah, I already knew, th- I already knew that. Now I'm just accepting it for myself. But shouldn't it be though? Shouldn't it be something that's like gets you fired up in the morning and gets you going and I feel like that's something that I really need to meditate more on. We all need to meditate. I feel like we all need to meditate on the gospel maybe more. Especially as I keep on, you know, becoming Christian. I've become a Christian for, for many years now. I feel like I need to continually meditate on the gospel and be like, okay, Jesus really did this for me. And that affects everything, everything in my life. And I feel like when I truly meditate on that and truly just think about that and think about the goodness of God through his son Jesus I mean I can't help but praise him and that's exactly how they felt they couldn't help but glorify God and praise God for what they had even seen even though they just saw the baby they didn't even see what we know we don't we even have we personally have the Holy Spirit inside of us and that's enough to be praising because that's a wonderful gift a glorious gift so that's something that I had never seen before in the Bible. And it's so cool. I, I love, that's one thing I encourage y'all to do. Ask before you read the Bible. And before like and also go to commentaries too. Um, Enduring Words are great commentary. And it helps me personally understand the Bible sometimes because um, it can kind of break down Greek words and it'll break down different things in the Bible. And even like like I said, the part where good tidings literally means preaching the gospel. I didn't know that until I read um, a commentary that kind of had a breakdown of what these words meant. So it is so, so cool to listen and read to commentaries. Okay, now we're going into verse 21 through 24. It talks about the circumcision of Jesus. And I feel like I always kind of look over that because I'm like, okay, this baby's getting circumcised. Cool. (laughs) What does that have to do with me? And when I was reading the commentary, it kind of really pointed it out to me. And it was basically saying how in that time the circumcision and the purification of the children was to to remind the Jewish people of how they were born into sin and Jesus did that anyways even though he wasn't born into sin he did it anyways and he could have been excluded from that honestly because he wasn't born into sin but even as a baby he was identifying with sinners just like he did later on in the book I thought that was so 
interesting that, you know, he was even as a baby identifying. He didn't even realize, but he was identifying with sinners even as a baby. Okay. Going to 25, verse 25 through 32. Now this Simeon's prophecy, coolest thing ever, first of all. Y'all go read that, that whole thing. It is really, really cool. Um, but the coolest thing is that Simeon's prophecy shows that Jesus' light was going to bring revelation not to just the Jews, but also to the Gentiles. And at that time, um, that was pretty crazy. That, you know, it really was thought to be only for the Jews really just thought that this Messiah was coming just for them. But praise be to God that Jesus came to save the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That he wanted to save the world. That that not just the Jews. I mean, obviously the Jews were God's chosen people. The Israelites were God's chosen people. But the coolest thing ever is that Jesus died not just for Jews, but for Gentiles. And that was prophesied in the in the very beginning before he was jesus even knew how to speak it it was prophesied then and it was the coolest thing ever um just kind of how that prophesied that there was the gospel was for gentiles too and then it continues and this has been the biggest thing that i kind of stuck out to me even when i was personally reading before i even got to any commentary was in verse 35 um, this is still Simeon talking. He said that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Like when Jesus comes and when Jesus says his mark, that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed. And my Bible actually has a definition of thoughts. And it is a word, and I'm probably going to butcher the name of it, but it's a dialogismos dialogismos and meaning inward reasoning questioning consideration and deliberation and another another thing that it says it says through a person's acceptance or rejection of jesus their real thoughts about themselves and god becomes clear i was like hold up wait a minute so their thoughts are revealed about themselves and about God when we encounter Jesus. And I'm like, isn't that true? Isn't that so true? Anywho, so that thought was really interesting. If you want to deep dive into that word, that Greek word, so really, really cool. Really, really cool. All right. Verse 36 through 38 is Hannah the prophetess. She gets to, um, she gets, she sees Jesus and she's a widow and she was somebody who was devoted to God, that was served God with fasting and prayers day and night. And she saw Jesus and thanked the Lord. Um, I thought that was really, really cool. That I, the, real, the biggest thing I got about that was that she was a widow, and she wasn't bitter, but she still served God day and night. Wow. Then... The funniest part, <laughs> the funniest part comes in 46, 41 through 50, where Mary and Joseph lose Jesus when they go to the Feast of Passovers. <laughs> I mean, I get it. It's probably easy too, though, because 
at the time, the Feast of Passovers were so crowded because everybody was like kind of expected to go to Jerusalem. And Jerusalem, I've been there. It's not too, too big. So I'm sure it was crowded. And I, I feel like I almost got lost at Jerusalem. It's, it's pretty crowded just in general. But <laughs> they lost Jesus. And, um, but Jesus, was, when they found Jesus, he was in the temple talking to the, and conversing with all the, the priests and conversing with all the people. And the coolest thing is that Jesus was both listening to them and asking them questions and all who heard him were astonished at the understand as his understanding and answers and my commentary gave an example of it it's like um a 12 year old because this is Jesus at 12 years old it's like a 12 year old kind of knowing like crazy astronomy facts when they're 12 and they're not really note of the 12 year old is learning all these things or even has knows all these things so it's it's kind of like that everybody was so astonished that jesus had all these insight about the scriptures even though he was only 12 so cool and so when his father found him jesus said and this is actually the first recording of jesus's speaking in the bible um the first red letters and it says why did you seek me did you not know I must be but my father's business? <laughs> How wonderful. And his father's business, I feel like is kind of like Jesus's first awareness. And even maybe whenever he was talking to the people, he realized this of just his unique relationship with God and the father, his unique relationship with that father, not necessarily his father, Joseph, but his heavenly father. And that unique relationship that he has his father and son with that relationship and then in verse 51 and 52 it ends with talking about how jesus developed and grew and he um with in favor with god and with men and jesus developed and grew just like us um but he was perfect in the process because obviously he was with no sin but it's so cool to see that you know jesus developed and he learned, and he grew, and he grew grew just like we did, and grew up just like we did. So I thought that was really, really cool and interesting. But, yes. I am so excited. I loved this book of the, this um, chapter of the Bible. I'm very thankful that I got something new out of it. Um, I hope this was something that was intriguing for you guys. Uh, maybe this is something that you guys want to deep dive into your on your own if you want to do this study with me go ahead and get your bibles out um read luke before you watch the video or after you watch the video or during and we can kind of do this bible study each other every day i'm going to be here every day talking about the word feel like i always do because it is life and it is life to those who find it and i just want everyone to experience that and so i highly recommend go reading it on your own too and go to our broadcast channel on instagram um my instagram is down below and i have a broadcast channel called our family group chat and we have poll i have a poll on there that kind of has you can put your responses and what you've learned from the chapter what your highlights were from the chapter of Luke that we're in and I share my actually notes that I wrote my iPad on there so go 
like and follow that broadcast channel and if you enjoyed this please like and share to your friends and we can all be part of this bible study together and i pray that you have a wonderful day and i'll see you guys on december 3rd for the next christmasy jesus podcast yay thank you guys for joining and i'll see y'all tomorrow